Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast, where we discuss the latest topics and trends in economic development with subject matter experts and influencers from across the nation and around the world. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. My name is Clint O'Neill. I'm the Executive Vice President of Global Business for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. Today, we're going to be talking about the aerospace and defense industry in Arkansas. To say that aerospace and defense is a major part of Arkansas's economy would be an understatement. Aerospace and aviation is Arkansas's leading export, with over $1.5 billion in goods exported annually. Some of the industry's leading companies have major operations here, including Lockheed Martin, Aerojet Rocketdyne, Raytheon, and Dassault Falcon Jet, which has established its largest facility in the world in central Arkansas. According to U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, there are nearly 10,000 employees at approximately 220 aerospace and defense operations throughout the state. And over the past two years, we've seen multiple companies announce expansions across Arkansas. We're going to be talking about the drivers behind the growth of the aerospace and defense industry in Arkansas and why companies are finding success here. To help me navigate the discussion are my guests today, Chad Causey and Katherine Holmstrom. Chad is the executive director of the Arkansas Aerospace and Defense Alliance. Catherine is a senior project manager at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission, where she serves as the point person for aerospace and defense projects. Welcome, Catherine and Chad. Thanks, Clint. Happy to be here. Thanks, Clint. Well, the aerospace and defense industry did not appear overnight in Arkansas. In fact, it's been decades in the making. Chad, could you start by giving us some of the history of the industry's origins in Arkansas? Sure, Clint. Well, it's good to be here with you and, and Catherine, and always enjoy working with you all on various aerospace and defense projects around the state. There is a long history for aerospace and defense in the state, uh, and it's it's varied. It's happened in bits and pieces, but you know it's grown to be a, um, an industry of over 200 aerospace and defense companies in the state, employing north of 14,000, 15,000 Arkansans in good, high-paying jobs. A lot of these companies, like those around uh, Hot Springs, moved in from places like California through sometimes family connections or you know, a better cost of doing business in a more competitive business environment. Uh, Dassault Falcon Jet, which is one of the larger aerospace employers in the state, they started as a much smaller operation that was doing work for Dassault, and they did such great quality work that Dassault moved their production, their finishing facility here to Arkansas, and it's Dassault's largest. Uh, and then if you look at the defense sector in the state, around Camden, there's a large defense cluster of companies like some which you mentioned, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, Aerojet, Rocketdyne, others down there, Esterline. There's an old World War II naval base there with 100-plus bunkers that used to store uh, black powder and other explosives, and, and now it stores the um, explosives for a state-of-the-art uh, missile and, and rocket production facility that's run by Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and others. So it's a great place to put things that explode because there's lots of great bunkers there to put them under the ground, and it won't hurt anybody if they if they explode. Doesn't happen often, but it, but it has on occasion. That's great. Thanks, Chad. Before we dive into... Arkansas in more detail. Can you give us kind of a holistic look at the industry? What's behind the industry's growth at the national and international level? 
Sure. I think you have to look at that on two uh, different levels. One is on the aerospace, on the commercial side, and the other is on defense. Uh, Both sectors are seeing growth over the last several years. Uh, 19 versus 18 on the aerospace side, we'll take it first. We did see a reduction, actually, in the backlog for commercial aircraft orders, but that's short-lived. I think if you look at the major reports looking at aerospace outlook in the coming years, PricewaterhouseCooper or Deloitte, you'll see, you know, an expected 40,000 units commercial aircraft coming online over the next two decades, a huge backlog. The backlog is as big as it's ever been. That's good news for Arkansas supplier companies here. We have many suppliers that, that supply to companies like Lockheed Martin and to Boeing, Gulfstream, and others that will benefit from that, that growth in commercial aircraft production. And on the defense side, uh, we've also seen steady growth. Uh, we've seen more defense spending and increases in that spending in the last couple of years here in the in the federal budget. Uh, we've also seen our allies around the world increase their defense budgets. Countries like Germany have, uh, have increased their defense spending budget. That means they're purchasing more defense components, uh, and those most of which come from the United States. The F-16 was actually brought back into production. It's still a one of the best fighter jets you can buy on the planet. It's just not quite as good as the F-35, but it is a more affordable option for some of our allies like Greece, Israel, Poland, and others that want a good, strong uh, defense system but can't afford too many F-35. So we've seen defense spending increase. Those foreign military sales have gone into that. And and as you both know, with the work that y'all have done individually with these companies around Camden, we've seen just about every one of them with some form of expansion and new contract growth down there, which means more potential jobs for our Kansans. So lots of growth, lots of positive outlooks for 2020 and beyond in both aerospace and defense. Thanks, Chad. Let's talk more about that. Catherine, you've been on the front lines of winning projects in the aerospace and defense industry, and you know how competitive these projects are. What's important to companies in this sector when it comes to deciding where to expand? Thanks, Clint. Without a doubt, the number one factor is going to be workforce. No matter what type of monetary incentives are offered to a company, they are not going to expand anywhere where they don't have a full confidence in the existing workforce. Um, They want to know that if they locate a facility there or if they expand, they are going to have a strong workforce that's committed to the company and is really going to have a great, great work product. A lot of what our job is doing is trying to prove to these companies that the workforce is there, that the skill sets are there, and we're going to be able to meet their needs in a, in a quick time frame. Sometime, this is across uh, the entire U.S., low unemployment rates can make this, this difficult. But I think in Arkansas, we can boast a large number of people that are currently employed here in the aerospace and defense industry. You know, it's part of our culture. We have a rich history, and we have many training institutions that are working hard to get a talent pipeline ready for these employers. So I think we're doing a really good job with that. Excellent. Well, Chad, you kind of speak for the industry in the state with the aerospace and defense Alliance. Anything you'd like to add about what's important to companies that you work with? 
Yeah, well, I think Catherine certainly hit on it with workforce. Um, it's That's what we hear from every company, uh, aerospace and defense, is the need to, to hire good quality workers. We have those in Arkansas, and you know that's one of the, the downsides of, of low unemployment is that there's not a, a lot of available trained workforce right now. So, But I think what I would add, what, our, what companies in Arkansas like as well is you know, we're top five state in terms of the cost of doing business for an aerospace or a defense company. We have some of the cheapest power. Cost of doing business in Arkansas here, if you're an aerospace company, is you just can't find a better place to do business. And I think also with the governor's leadership, we have begun to make Arkansas much more competitive on the tax basis on the on the tax front with our neighboring states. So we're seeing corporate income tax um, drop. We've seen some you know manufacturing taxes uh, over time be reduced through the governor's leadership. And I think that is uh, that is attracting more business and more growth to the state as well. So I think those are some important factors on why companies want to be here and why they're growing uh, as they are here. Excellent. Uh, and just had him to piggyback on Chad's, you know, my, my second bullet point was going to be a competitive business environment. One of my favorite stories to tell companies when, when working with them is talking about how hard our governor works, how responsive our legislature is. One of my favorite examples to tell companies um, when I'm talking about the responsiveness of our governor and our legislature is that this past legislative session, the legislature adopted a single sales factor apportionment formula, whereas previously it was a double-weighted sales factor apportionment formula. This change had a really real impact on companies' bottom lines, and I think it shows that we're really actively listening to the concerns of our companies, and we're really working to make our uh, our business environment stronger. As you've both referenced, we're winning projects in Arkansas. It's something our state should be very proud of. We're putting Arkansans to work in this sector. Catherine, can you talk about some of the recent expansion announcements that, that come to mind? Yeah, absolutely. One of my uh, one of my favorite projects that I worked recently was Radius Aerospace in Hot Springs, Arkansas. They just broke ground on their new titanium components plant expansion in Hot Springs. Now, Radius is probably a new name to a lot of people here in Arkansas, but it was formerly Triumph Fabrications. They currently employ over 300 people in Hot Springs. They're going to be adding 65 new jobs, and actually probably by the time it's all said and done, it's going to be 100 new jobs in total. It's a really neat facility. They're doing a lot of really, really cool stuff, and we're glad to see them continue to invest in Hot Springs. Mundo Tech, which I think we kind of talked about earlier, is based in Rogers, Arkansas. It's a small family-owned company, but they uh, recently announced that they're doubling their physical presence with an $800,000 investment. Of course, Lockheed Martin, as we both d- discussed, it's it's a huge factor in the aerospace and defense industry. But last year at the Paris Air Show, we were able to announce a $142 million investment and 326 new jobs at their facility at the Highland Industrial Park. We are actually having a ribbon cutting there later this month for their new Pack 3 production facility, and we're really glad to see to see that they're doing well. In relationship to Lockheed Martin, Aerojet Rocketdyne uh, recently broke down on their large solid rocket motor development facility, and later this month as well, we're going to go uh, have the ribbon cutting for that facility and look forward to seeing the state-of-the-art technology that they have and the people that they are putting to work down there. 
But as you know, it's not always about the big, flashy announcements. There's a lot of smaller companies all across the state that are doing really, really neat work. And a lot of times, Arkansans aren't familiar with them. One of those companies is Esna Aerospace, which they're based in Pocahontas. They've been there for decades. Um, They employ 78 people in Pocahontas, Arkansas, which is a huge number when you're talking about smaller, more rural communities. They're a big supplier to OEMs. They do fasteners. Um, And actually, if you've ever been on a commercial flight and you look down at the seat in front of you and look and see how that seat is bolted to the floor, you'll see a little red nut. And that more than likely came from Pocahontas, Arkansas. They call it the red ring of reliability. But uh, I think that's a really, really neat story. They've been there for a long time and they're continuing to invest in their facility. Another company that we have in Arkansas and Northwest Arkansas is Ducommon. While they're headquartered in Santa Ana, California, they have production facilities in both Huntsville and Berryville, Arkansas. In Huntsville, they employ 159 people. In Berryville, they employ approximately 180. So, you know, if the population is approximately 5,000 people, you know, that's a that's a huge impact that they're having on that local local economy. But they do a lot electronics manufacturing for design and designs for the aerospace, defense, and industrial uh, markets. And a lot of what they produce actually goes down to uh, to Camden, to the facilities down there. So those are just some some really cool examples that people often don't think of. Um, but there's hundred examples of like these of these smaller aerospace and defense companies um, all across the state of Arkansas. That's an incredible amount of momentum, and we're very proud to have all of these companies in Arkansas. You've both talked about the importance of workforce to supply the workforce needs of all these companies across the state. Chad, can you talk to us a little bit about the education and training opportunities available around the state? Sure. We have um, great opportunities for further education in aerospace and defense, uh, which is primarily advanced manufacturing. And on the aerospace side, uh, for those that are looking to work in uh, maintenance, repair, and overhaul facilities, or or maybe even um, parts of Dassault and, and some of the other MROs around the state, you know, we have great uh, AMP aircraft uh, maintenance technician programs throughout the state. Pulaski Tech has a wonderful one. SAU Tech. Uh, Mid-South in uh, West Memphis and Arkansas Northeastern and and, uh, Blyville have programs. We have a wonderful uh, engineering program uh, at the University of Arkansas, and we have more than 25 different community colleges around the state that are offering some form of aerospace or advanced manufacturing training, and that's what we try to tell K through 12. When we get out around the state, uh, we sometimes have the opportunity, and and I have that opportunity to visit with junior highs or high schools. Usually they call me uh, at the end of the year when they're trying to fill some some time after you know too many too many sick days or or a couple of snow days, and they'll have me come in and and talk to them. And and what I always try to do is you know let them know that. You know, regardless of where they're from, from around the state, you know, if they have an interest in aerospace and flight, or you know, serving by uh, manufacturing or designing rockets and missiles for a for a major company, you know, they can do that right here in Arkansas, and and they can go to school and get a high quality education right here in Arkansas uh, to do those things, and they're probably going to end up uh, going to school and living in a community that looks a lot like their own. So it's a matter of getting the word out and spreading the word that these opportunities exist, but we have a, a very strong 
educational system here in Arkansas as it relates to programs specific to, to aerospace and advanced manufacturing. And I think there's more that we can do in that area. But part of what we can do is that connectivity between students exiting K-12 through and, and what they're going to do with their careers and, and getting them interested in those aerospace and defense careers. But yes, great uh, great schools around the state uh, that provide a great quality education to uh, get folks started in the aerospace and defense industry right here in Arkansas. And we also have a lot of great companies that are willing to open the doors, their doors, and letting Absolutely. the students come in, um, see what they're doing firsthand. You know, I think I grew up in Arkansas all my life and had no idea the the companies and the the industry that was here um, until I was in college. So it's amazing to get to see that early on um, and help kind of spark the the children's interest um, and hopefully you know kind of guide them to a career path in the industry. Yeah, uh, typically, when I go in and present to one of these classes, I show them um, they don't really pay a whole lot of attention to me until I hit play on the videos and we'll play videos of you know a fifty million dollar falcon jet coming in for a landing in the swiss alps and that gets them pretty energized or you know i like to show a lot of videos of pack three missiles that are made right here in camden arkansas uh, in arkansas uh, south arkansas excuse me uh, that are keeping men and women safe around the world keeping our allies safe around the world and in very hostile places and that gets them energized that gets them excited and then when they make that connection that they can have that impact here in arkansas saw and not have to go too far from home or live somewhere close by to where where they where they're comfortable uh, gets them excited that's great last question for both of you let's look toward the future of the industry we have some students tuning in for the podcast today that have not yet decided on their career track despite chad's efforts and uh, going around the the state uh, and, and talking about the industry I know there will be students listening in because I plan on making my kids listen. I would encourage you guys to do the same. What are some of the opportunities in the coming years in this industry? Do you see this as an industry that should be considered by those entering the workforce in the coming years? Absolutely. Well, and without a doubt, as Chad mentioned earlier, the industry is growing. It will continue to grow. But I'd also like to note that there is something for everyone. If your child is very STEM-minded and you're very good at science and technology, there's so many unique opportunities in this field for, for students to jump in and learn more. But there's also opportunities for the kid that loves shop, for the kid that loves just playing with engines and tearing things apart. For those that are mechanically inclined, you know, you don't have to wear a suit every day to work. You could go and get greasy and get dirty and work with your hands. So there's something for everyone. Um, there's a lot of opportunities out there. And both jobs, either on the STEM, the technology side, or the mechanic side, they're, they're very good wages. You know, there's, there's great opportunities to provide for yourself, to provide for your future family in any type of aerospace or defense field. Yeah, absolutely. I think Catherine hit on a lot of the high points on why, why kids should look at this industry. And, you know, for one, it, it's, and it's an exciting field, and it's, it's constantly evolving. And second, there are lots of opportunities for growth in this industry, which means opportunities for demand for a high quality and trained and educated workforce, which means that workforce is going to make really good pay. Uh, so, yeah, you can bang around on aircraft engines or or build Pac-3 missiles in, in Camden, Arkansas, and, and really contribute to 
uh, national security issues around the globe and have a have a very rewarding job and get paid well to do it. Uh, one thing I failed to mention earlier when we were talking about opportunities for the state is when you look at that growth in the aerospace industry in the long term, it, it, increases in defense spending around the globe. There's a, Unfortunately, there are a lot of dangerous places in the world today. Uh, when you look at the 40,000 units uh, in the commercial side that are going to come on in the next 20 years, the big challenge right now that the industry is trying to figure out is, is the supply chain issue and how they ramp up a supply chain to meet that demand for that growth over the next 20 years. To me, there's tremendous opportunity for Arkansas to help solve Solve that problem by growing our aerospace workforce here at home. I think that provides a tremendous amount of opportunity for um, kids who, just like Catherine said, that 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 like things in the STEM field, that like flight, that like aerospace. There's there's jobs all over the state, places as big as Little Rock, and with the So Falcon jet, and as small as uh, Essna and, and Pocahontas. You know, we talked about Mundo Tech, too. I think that's an example of why people need to look at this industry, is that's a wonderful family. Um, you know, the father started the business, and now three of three of 14 children are working within the company. So it's a small business, but it's by no means a small family. I think um, I was talking to Joseph uh, last time I was up there, and I think there are 97 grandchildren in that family. Uh, so the founder of that company has has 97. So it's a small business, large family. Let's hope uh, all the uh, grandkids stay here and decide yes. to go into the aerospace yeah. and defense industry. <laughs> but you, you all know those guys, uh, Mundo and Chris and Joseph, that are with that company. And I think that's an advantage that we have in Arkansas, too, because you've got a, you've got a family-focused company. You know, they, they understand the challenges that people have that start families that want to have families. It, it's a friendly environment to work in, a good environment to work in. We have companies like that all over this state that, that understand and, and support support their workers and support their workforce. And I think that, you know, associated with the, with the exciting nature of it and the fact that you can get a pretty good paycheck at the end of the day are reasons why folks ought to look at this, uh, this industry for long-term satisfying careers. Excellent. Well, with that, we'll wrap up our podcast. I want to thank my guest today, Catherine Holmstrom, Senior Project Manager at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission and Chad Causey, Executive Director of the Arkansas Aerospace and Defense Alliance. To learn more about the aerospace and defense industry in Arkansas, I encourage you to visit our website at arkansasedc.com. This is Clint O'Neill, Executive Vice President of Global Business for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. Thank you for listening to the Arkansas Inc. Podcast.